You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and I'm joined today by Pastor David and Pastor Matt. Yeah. Hello. How's it going today, guys? It's going great. It is. It's a good day. Good. Um, Shauna is gone today. She is out in uh, Colorado, right? Yeah. She's yeah. getting trained up. Yep. So, so hopefully, I know she gave Steve and Karen Helm strict instructions to make sure they took care of Tim and the girls, <laughs> since they're neighbors. <laughs> I think Tim has got this under control. <laughs> he does. It'll be just fine. I believe in him. <laughs> Uh, so how was your Christmas? This is our first podcast of 2022. Yeah. I don't know, but Malia has a lot of energy right now. Like, yes. Malia so. always brings the energy. Well, it's not Because she has always. to make up for the deficit you provide. <laughs> That's good. Some days I'm not always feeling it when we do our podcast, but this is probably one of my favorite podcasts we do. The topic, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited. So yeah. anywho, how was your Christmas? It was great. I mean, it was busy. I mean, the break's always nice. I take a, always take a vacation from my other job completely. So uh, that's always nice. And jokingly, I had another person just the other night we were visiting, and I made, mentioned something about my other job, and they're, "What? You have another job?" I'm like, <laughs> "Yep, I do." So it's just kind of funny. That's but, awesome. But I always look forward to this time because yeah, I take off the entire time that the girls are out of school. Nice. So it's just really nice to yeah have that break from that at least mm-hmm. so and i always take a week of vacation um that last week so christmas eve this year i'll be you know this coming year at all christmas is on a sunday so but but that'll be it and then that last week of december i i take a week off and i was only in the office twice on my week wow. off i did a good job <laughs> um and some of it was just cleaning up some christmas eve stuff because you know um so it wasn't like brain work or anything. Sure. So I had a, I had some time off, but good. Dad's healthy. He's home. And so we still so got to celebrate to Christmas, uh, which, you know, I didn't think we'd be doing that. Yeah. But he got out of the hospital and was feeling great. And so we did. And That's awesome. Yeah. So it was a good holiday. Yours? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, I feel like maybe we talked about this last time or on our last podcast as we were gearing up for Christmas. Um, but you know, when your kids get bigger, it just kind of loses some of the fun and magic that kind of surrounds that time. And so, I mean, it was good. It wasn't anything bad. It's just, you know, not as fun as it used to be. So parents that have little kids enjoy this time because it is definitely more fun. (laughs) This is where you and I have a different perspective Uh because our kids are older Uh and I think it's more fun, right? Because that's good. Because you can, it's not like just such a mad rush to do it all. You know, it's relaxed and it's, you know, it's more conversation and it's talking and then it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, let's cook lunch and sit down. And I don't know, it just, it, it feels to me like there's more family time. Yeah. Even with them being older, at least it's more Sure. I don't know. When they're opening presents, I didn't feel like that had anything to do with me at all. They were just, <laughs> they didn't care if I was there or not or anything. But uh, so. Yeah, yeah. No, I do enjoy the time. Yeah. yeah. With having people. Did Anil come? He did. He came um, Christmas Eve and then left Christmas Eve. So, okay. You know, we got him, but he came to our service. Yeah, so he brought Aubrey, he I did, think. He did. Yeah, he um, had, you know, 
expressed his feelings that he didn't really want to come. But I was like, you know, I'd really like it if you did. And then we'll do Christmas after that. And so I was pleasantly surprised. And so that was good. Yeah. Good. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So today is our best of podcast um, where we share some of our favorite books from last year, favorite podcast resources, things like that. Um, and it's one of the reasons why we do that is, I mean, A, we like to talk about that stuff, or at least Matt and I like to talk about that stuff because that happens. Dave, David's like, I read the Bible. I read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Matt and I talk about that stuff throughout the year. Yeah. Um, but we, we enjoy sharing that in the hopes that um, it's helpful to you guys and that um, you will find something in this podcast that you're like, hey, I want to read that or I might want to try that or, or whatever. So. Well, and, and so in that vein, when I was picking books to share, mm-hmm. I did specifically choose some books that I thought, this isn't just about pastoral leadership. These are just books that are good to yes. as a base to, to yep. have. So yep. hopefully there'll be some um, so helpful things So last week as I was kind of prepping for this um, I listened to our last year's podcast. That's always fun to do. And Matt, you said last year that you didn't read as much as you wanted to mm-hmm. in 2020. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to read 24 books last year, mm-hmm. two books a month. Yep. So how did you do? I came close. Good. Um, I, I really was in that 18 book range. So it was really like a book and a half a month. And, nice. um, and I decided that I was not going to feel bad about that. Nope, that's a solid... Um, yeah. For a minute, I did feel bad about that because <laughs> I wrote my piece of paper and I wrote 1 through 24 at the beginning of the year. So each time I wrote a date and when I finished oh, the book. Oh, nice. Um, and then when I didn't get all the way through, I was Look like, at oh, that type a man. Yeah, so I, I read 18. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. That's why I don't like put a number on mine because I don't yeah. feel bad if I don't yeah. I just, there's so much. Part of the reason I put Too a number pressure. on it. Well, part of the reason I put a number on it is there's just so much to read, mm-hmm. right? Like my stack of books to read is is 10 deep. And then people keep saying, hey, have you read this or have you read that? And so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I want to, like, I, I want to grow. I want to be, you know, um, smarter than I am. I want to be, you know, more wise. I want, you know, to be encouraged, all of those things. But man, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last year I said I wanted to scale back in the amount of books I was reading because it was a lot. And I was like, I think I just want to read my Bible more. And so here's the thing. I just like to read and I read a lot of books again, but I did also read my Bible more. Good. So I feel like I, you know, still hit that goal. Yeah. Um, I think the catch for reading for me is there's always time to read. Yeah. If there's time you for me to, to watch TV yeah. or yeah. mess around on my phone, there's time to read. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I want to mess around on my phone or watch TV mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, but the idea that there's no time for it is silly. Right. Yep. Yep. So did you go into last year with, I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but did you go into last year with any sort of goal or idea of like, hey, I want to make sure I do this this year? Besides read the Bible, because we know that. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's. I'm going to say, I don't think that's true. It is true. Oh, because is you true. and I had a conversation about a goal that what you was, had What was my year. goal? You, you <laughs> Obviously, I forgot it because I didn't yeah, do it. Yeah, you specifically awesome. entered into your sabbatical time last January mm-hmm. oh, gosh, with, yeah. with a goal of reading some books 
Um, so you had several books I, that you intended to read during sabbatical that you did read. Man, that was a year ago. I don't even remember what I read. Uh, and and I think you dug deeper because I did. On, I remember on that the now. idea of care and shepherding. It feels like a long time ago. It does feel it? a long time ago. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, it almost doesn't feel like like yeah. that was last year's goal because it was at the very beginning. Right. But I know you read several books on on shepherding. And, I did read and those. Care. Um, so and I but know, I didn't go into you know for the year. Here's the thing, uh, you know with with. I read when yes, I try to find time to read as much as I can, but I don't I don't even set goals as far as I'm going to read X amount of books because it ain't going to happen to find the time. So uh, I read when I can or when uh, stuff like that. But yes, I did read a couple, uh, you know, a few books on yeah. uh, congregational care and and doing that in the church. You know, here's the thing: a lot of stuff that I read is. Um, I, especially this year, I, I, I read a lot of, uh, I just, I like reading older stuff. Um, so I, I've read quite a bit of, I know you like his name, but, uh, I, I read a lot of Smith Wigglesworth's, uh, I do love the name stuff. Wigglesworth. That's awesome. Um, I got a few books of his, but see a lot of the stuff I read, uh, especially this year, um, even their books, their their sermons, their old yeah. sermons. So, I'm, so I'd actually be curious to know if you liked those books. And I know Malia, I'm jumping ahead because you've got your top books. But did you like them? Because because I've heard nothing but great things my Wigglesworth about Wigglesworth. Books? Oh, I, I love reading Wigglesworth. Right. I've, I've so been reading I, him for years. Maybe and... I'll borrow. Are they one. long? No. Well, it depends. It depends on the, the well, but they're the sermon. sermons, right? So some they're... are sermons. Some are some are okay. you know. Um, yeah, it, it, but they're the reason I like them is because they're you know Wigglesworth was you know 100 years ago or so, and it just seems like there was a not the way that the language was, but there was a way of speaking that was a lot. It was it was blunt. It was very there's a forcefulness to it, like this we're not going to beat around the bush kind of stuff to it. Um, there was you know it, it was just a it, I, I like it because. There's just a lot of – I'm not trying to entertain, right? I mean, I'm not trying to say that a lot of pastors do, but sometimes like this public speaking and trying to – and it was just, there's just this always captivating – Always start your sermon with a joke. Yeah, always start your sermon <laughs> with a joke. Um, so so that's what I read a lot um, this year especially. Plus, I did read my Bible a lot, but I do a <laughs> lot of uh, – I read my Bible, but then I, I found a resource that I like, um, Enduring Word Commentary. It's online. It's not um, like gold, but it's a very basic mm-hmm. verse by verse, just mm-hmm. kind of. So I'll read, and then I'll go on that, and I'll read what they have, and they put a lot of quotes from other, you know, they'll put sure. thoughts from Spurgeon on different things or other oh. theologians yeah. on you what they said. You could do a said. lot worse than hearing Spurgeon's um, thoughts. <laughs> so, anyways, that's what that's where I spend a lot of my reading. It's yeah. like if I don't have uh-huh. mass amount of times to just dive through sure. a book. So, yeah. so would you? Did those make your top? books of the year then your Wigglesworth uh, well oh yeah Wigglesworth stuff always does just because um what I what I love about Wigglesworth is he's a um he was very charismatic that's where he fell was a very charismatic spirit holy spirit you know power of God healing that kind of stuff um Wigglesworth has just always been very encouraging and challenging to mm-hmm. me because he's this guy of like well um Nate mentioned Mueller uh, George Mueller this Sunday. And while maybe they didn't, they had that same attitude towards faith. It's like, if God said it, it's going to happen. Why are you acting like it's not? Mm-hmm. And, and just this very intense attitude towards faith mm-hmm. and cool. putting do you have, them. Do you yeah. have some specific books um, for me to list in the notes? 
after this? That I'd have to go back to what they're called. Basically, what I have for Wigglesworth books are I have like the collections of his writings. Oh, cool. So okay. I have like big, thick, sure. you know, yep. 500 page books of mm-hmm. collections of his writings. Um, mm-hmm. Is is what I read through because this was nice about it. Then it's not broken down into, you know, you read a book and I have to read that. What I like about these books is I can kind of look at the index. I don't have to read them in order. Oh sure. So sure. if I only yeah. have a few minutes, I can look for a shorter one mm-hmm. and read it mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. chapter by chapter by chapter. So yeah, yeah. What about you, Matt? What are your top top of the year top books? Yeah. So so I picked five. Um, cause you told me I could, yep. you it's said, hard to just pick you five. said three to five. So I picked yeah. five, um, and, and there, I picked some from a different variety. Mm-hmm. Um, so one actually that I got from you, uh, is a Jared Wilson book called the gospel driven church. Um, and so that one, I think for me, I, I chose that it's a little more pastorally, mm-hmm. um, or elder church staff kind of thing, but it really was a great rooting and grounding for me in some of these things that we're trying to do also kind of a litmus test for wait are we gospel driven the way i think we are yeah and does that go from from our children all the way up through our our senior adults are we really focusing is that the goal of our sermons is it the goal of our music so mm-hmm. that was really, I think, a, a good book for me to read and meditate yeah. on. I usually do a Jared Wilson book every year because yeah. I really enjoy him. Yeah, too. we. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no reason not to. Yeah. It's a, um, excellent perspective. Yeah. Uh, Cherish is a book by Gary Thomas. Uh, Gary Thomas is a pastor slash counselor, um, and he has has written several books uh, about marriage. Um, so Cherish is one that the the idea is that. You know, we are to to love our spouses in in this way um, that that Christ loves the church, and and yes, it's covenant and it's deep, but it's more than just honoring a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's cherish that we're. Who to, is that by? Uh, Gary Thomas. Okay. Um, and so there's a there's a companion study on uh, right now media that goes along with it, and I did those together. Oh, cool! Uh, but but it's well worth a read. Um, it's one I've decided I think I'll add to my premarital list okay. um, of books. So nice. so it was it was worthwhile in that way. Um, Recovering Redemption was a, a Matt Chandler. It's a good book. Book. I think that's um, on my to read list. Yeah, well, I've got then? it. If okay. you want to borrow it, good you just got to deal with all my writings that and underlinings. That actually but, makes it more fun to read it. Actually. <laughs> what did somebody else think? Yeah. <laughs> um, but but so recovering redemption, I think, is is such a great picture. And you might say, oh well, that's that's a church ministry book. But no, it was personal, right? Mm-hmm. It was this personal walk through. Here's what the gospel really does to you, and here's how the gospel isn't just a one time thing. Mm-hmm. And here's how the gospel works to grow you and change you and transform you and sanctify you and all those things. So really, that was, for me, that was very uh, impactful. Um, cultural Creed, um, I think I read in a day. Uh, it, was, it was day oh, one. Oh, Secular Creed? Uh, yes, I'm sorry. No, it's, it's no? Cultural Creed. The Rebecca, Rebecca McLaughlin? Rebecca McLaughlin, yeah, the that's one, a good I, one I sent. Yeah. So I remember it was day one of my sabbatical when I read that book, and I was... Um, texting you Here guys. Here we get a text on your first day of first sabbatical. Day of sabbatical. We're like, Why is he texting us? Because <laughs> uh, I read this book and it was awesome. Uh, but that was a really, I, that was a really good book. Uh-huh. Um, trying to figure out, you know, these all of these things that we hear so commonly yeah. that we can't just easily dismiss. You know, Black Lives Matter. We can't dismiss that, mm-hmm. right? 
um, you know, all of these things about women's rights and, and, and all of these things about abortion and some other things. We can't just dismiss offhandedly the other perspective. Mm-hmm. We have to engage it and we have to figure out how to engage it theologically and biblically. And I feel like that book was a great start. Mm-hmm. In helping me think through some of those things, she. If you've, I don't know if you've read any of her other books. I have but not. I never heard of her until I read that. She's actually going to have a podcast coming out through. Um, so there's the village put out um, Knowing Faith podcast, and they don't, they no longer like the overhead of that. They mm-hmm. kind of have their own thing now, but they've been putting out other podcasts, and this is going to be one of them. Okay. Later this year, so it'll yeah. probably be really good. Um, yeah, I, I really, I, I feel like I benefited from her perspective. Uh-huh. Um, in those things in a real significant way, again, because my personality is dismissive Mm -hmm. of those things, right? Like, 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 no, that's not a biblical point of view, dismiss it offhand. But the reality is, no, there is something to engage there. Um, and not ever to compromise theological foundational truth, but to figure out how to woo people, um, Mm-hmm. rather than drive them away with the gospel. Yeah. And so yeah. I thought that was really great. And the last book I read was um, just kind of a mental health book for me um, in leadership. Uh, Didn't See It Coming by Carrie Newhoff. Okay. Um, goes through um, some pretty, seven pretty common pitfalls for leaders. Okay. Um, and things that you just have to be careful because if you fall into these things, you don't really have anybody to, to blame but yourself because they're so common. Mm-hmm. Um and so that was kind of a, a a good read for me, just to kind of try to keep myself healthy. And um, he's always really good. Yeah. So, yeah. so those are mine. I've never and, actually read one of his books. Oh well, you could borrow that too if you want. But um, you know, issues with pride and issues mm-hmm. with self focus, and it just just these other ego and mm-hmm. burnout, and so these these things that you know, it's like, hey, here's warning signs. Um, here's what it's doing to you emotionally mm-hmm. and and to your relationships. And here's what God might have to say about that and how you can cope and deal. And so it was just kind of a helpful book that way. That's good. That's good. So. It's very well-rounded, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And there were others. But I try I try yeah. to read um, things that are pastoral, mm-hmm. things that are personal, uh, things that are church-encouraging. Like, I try to, to, to kind mm-hmm. of rotate through. It doesn't always work. But yeah, it's, it's better when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? What what did you pick out? Um, you brought yours. I brought with my you. books because it's help. It's it helps me like remember a little bit. Um, one that I read that I took most of the year to read through um, was the Valley of Vision, and it's just a collection of Puritan prayers. Um, so this was a really good way to start like prayer time, study time, things like that. Some I'd go back to. And actually, this is kind of similar, like how you were saying, David, with your collection of things. So this one, you can actually go and look for specific prayers on like, this one's on the Trinity. These prayers are, these are on um, redemption and reconciliation. And I think there's like um, morning and evening prayers and service and ministry and stuff like that. But this is like, you know, the language is a little tougher to get through because it's, you know, old Um, but it's just really, really good. I've enjoyed this a lot. And I was actually going to use this again, um, this, this year to kind of kick off because it just kind of centers you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I see that there's another one that they have called piercing heaven. Um, that's another collection of prayers and devotions. So I think, um, I'm going to maybe switch to that one this year and check that one out, but that's a good one. That's like something I'll go to year after year, I think. Um, 
another it was so hard to pick five like yeah. i have definitely have a top 10 but even even that's a little hard um the other one is kind of a book i ordered on a whim called i'm praying for you um and it's 40 days of praying the bible for someone who's suffering and I just think with things that have happened this year, it seemed like a book that um, might serve me well to serve other people in my life. Um, and so the really cool thing about this is that every day is just a short little kind of devotional. And then at the very end of the day, it's like one to two pages, there's a little QR code that you scan and then it sends you the prayer for the day and like the scripture and then you can copy and paste it and send it to someone so i sent prayers and specifically sat and prayed for over 40 people because some days i sent it to more than one person so um but that was really really cool, cool. i was the I recipient enjoyed that. of some of that yeah so i so, i always appreciate knowing that that yeah people are praying for me and and that's kind of a fun yeah it was i really enjoyed it more than i actually thought i would going into it yeah, and that's so awesome that was fun um, and I, I could see myself going back to that. And because some of those prayers too, I was like, oh, this is just like balm for me even. They're just so, so good. Um, the other one that I did, um, is what does it mean to fear the Lord? Um, it's a Michael Reeves book. Um, oh, the last one was a Nancy Guthrie book. Okay. I've read, I think I've read a couple of her other books and I haven't always been a huge fan, but I really enjoyed that one. Um, love, love, love Michael Reeves. And this is the one I read is actually a tiny little book. Um, it's kind of like, I would say it's kind of like the cliff notes of the bigger book. I think there's a there's one called um, Rejoice and Tremble or something like that is the bigger one. Um, but I chose to just do this one. And it was really good. It's all about the fear of the Lord and what that means. Um, and so that was a, a really good. This one's only like 70 pages. So really easy to get through. That was great. Um, read another Michael Reeves book, Delighting in the Trinity. Um, oh my gosh, I love this one. This is so good. If we ever put together resources for people doing like tracks, the track one and, and that stuff, like this should be on it. It's so good about learning about the Trinity. Um, it's maybe a little more academic, but definitely still accessible to everyone. There's a lot of like diagrams yeah. and charts, and stuff. Well, but it know, was really those good. Those are the best ones, right? For me, mm -hmm. I, I appreciate academic but accessible because I'm not mm -hmm. as smart as I'd like to think I am. Same. And here. so that helps. Yep, yep. So this was really good. I would highly recommend that to everyone. Like that's just a really good. You must be really into primer. Michael Reed. I am because yeah. I have another one on my list this year. Mm -hmm. um, and then one of the other ones that I read, just kind of, I don't know if I want to say for fun, but kind of. Um, was The Warmth of Other Suns by Isabel Wilkerson. And this one, it's a hefty book. And in fact, I ended up switching probably about a third of the way through to listening to it <laughs> on audiobook because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get through it. Not because it's hard to get through, but just the length of it. And, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you, I can get more reading done if I'm listening because then I yeah. can be doing something else too. What's that one um, about? But this one's about um, basically the migration of blacks from the south um, to other to the northern states and stuff. And it's just it is really good. It's rich with history. It's mm -hmm. rich with it tells several stories like personal true stories of people that actually migrated and what happened. You know when they got where they where they were going and the. Um, things that happen on the way. And so there's a little bit of like good storytelling, but also some really good, just um, factual stuff that, you know, happened here in the United States that I, a lot of it I didn't even know. 
um, because they don't always teach all that stuff in school. So it was it was really, really good. Like I said, it's a huge book. So I would maybe recommend listening to it if that's Get a little easier for you. Yeah, but it's yeah. it was really, really good. You know, it's interesting. Um, that's something that I have you asked the question kind of getting ready for this. Like, what's something that I want to do better at my goal for next year? Um, which I know you were talking about, like, how many books if I'm going to mm-hmm. set a goal. But but also, like, what do I want to read? And one of the things that I want to read more of are books that are not necessarily Christian living and encouragement yeah. and leadership yeah. and pastoral. Those are important, and I need to read them. But over the years, and I think I've said this before, I'm just so bad at it, mm-hmm. I've neglected um, biographies yeah. and historical things that, mm-hmm. that are helpful and instructive. And there's so much good that's out there. Yeah. Um, even the old things I read are church leadership and, mm-hmm. and you know, those kinds of things and, and, yeah. and pastoral, you know, but I, I, I want to do better at reading some of those things. Yeah. Um, I try to read more fiction this year too, because yeah. I think that's good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many, like there was a great Jen Wilkin book I read about the 10 commandments or a book about holiness, um, Mm -hmm. that Jackie Hill Perry wrote. There's, there was a lot of, a lot of good books this year. So it was a good year of reading. Yeah, I bet. Mm -hmm. Um, what about podcasts or what are you listening to? I same, same thing, you know, pretty much. Right. So I listen to the excellent pastor podcast, Mm -hmm. um, and the ask me anything with, with JD Greer. Um, I, oh yeah, those are good ones. I think those are um, those are good, and they're not very long. Um, I listen to a lot of the Rain Around Leadership kinds of things, um, Revitalize and Replant. But the one that I've absolutely loved this year is the Rise and Fall of Mars Hill. Yes, I have loved listening to that, and, and as I've listened to it, I've I've, I've kind of had like this this crisis of identity. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, like. Am I, am I that guy? Like, 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 and then, and then we get to, I'm like, no, okay, I'm not that yeah, guy. Um, but, but you know, I think like, like, I'm like, yeah. Um, like, oh man, like, because I used to, to enjoy reading and listening regularly to Mark Driscoll. And mm-hmm. of course, um, those are snippets, right? Those right. are the parts that, that they want to share. And, 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 and the, you know, the things that are just out of context because I live here and that was there, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just really sad, yeah. um, opening, interesting and, and cautionary. Mm-hmm. So I've really yeah. enjoyed that. It was, it was really um, good. as it, it's almost like, like a different way of reading a book, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's mm-hmm. just listening to that, that long, um, <laughs> interview, whatever that guy did a great job. Yeah. yeah. Mike Cospers. Yeah. Did you listen to that? Yeah. I did. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, a lot of frustration since I was another one that didn't really follow Mark close, but mm-hmm. you know, he was pretty respected back. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. at, during that time and, mm-hmm. yeah. and so. rightly so. Um, but, yeah. but man, I think, you know, you get this, you, you get a thing that, that he just got way ahead of himself and Carrie Newhoff always, writes and says kind of with with repetition that you know your your um your skills will only take you as far as your character will support you right Mm -hmm. and and so your charisma your your ability like like all that's fine and good but your character um better be on par or eventually you'll be exposed and so um he, I, I kept having that in my mind as I was listening to this podcast that um, is a prime example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
What about you? Do you do you listen to many podcasts? I know you said I, Mars Hill. I don't listen to a lot of so the podcasts that I listen to a lot this year are again mainly teachings and sermons. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, R.C. Sproul's has a, a Sproul's I has love a him. great. Um, I listen to him a lot. He's been you know just challenging me quite What's a bit. What's the podcast called? I think it's just. Is it just because I've never actually? Like, I think it's just his name. To him preach. I've only read books. I think it's just his name. I have to pull it up because it's. I'll have to check that out. It's one that I so him and um, uh, Tim Keller. I mm, listened to yeah. a, a Tim Keller one. Um, yeah. So I pulled it up and it just has the name of the. It doesn't give me the name of the. Renewing your mind. Okay. Renewing your mind. You'll have to make sure you write that down because I'll get a list from you guys and yep. I'll add these all so that people. So can that them. yeah, that and Tim Keller's um, are. The, the main two that I listen to, sure. you know, listening to sermons and stuff. The biggest thing is uh, I didn't listen to podcasts a lot. Um, like last year, I really didn't, you know. Um, and then I started to – one of the things that I purposely try to do, even with with reading books and stuff and while trying to find the time, you know, that's the big thing is, is making the time to do it. But uh, it's even with listening to stuff. That's why I like listening to sermons because they're so in depth that I don't jump to the next one. Because sometimes there's so much noise and information, mm-hmm. we don't just. I like listening to these and then just sitting there and and thinking about mm-hmm. it for a while mm-hmm. and processing. It's kind of the same way, you know. In the past, you know, you read a lot of books of church leadership or different things, and it's like you read it, great book, but you jump onto the next book, you never apply anything that you read. So that's one of the things that, you know, I, I've been thinking about with this is that's, I, I love listening to those two guys because they're so in-depth mm-hmm. and just mind-blowing sometimes, especially, you know, RC is just like, oh, my gosh. And then just sitting there and thinking about it for a couple of days yeah. before I jump into yeah. another one because it's just... You're a thinker. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. And so that's why I've been lis- like, just love listening to them because he did one on redemption the other day and I can't go into... I mean, because I'm still just when he was talking about redemption and ransom and what it means for Jesus. I remember I was working on the house while I was listening to it and I had to actually stop working and I was just listening, you know, Mm because it's like, oh, my goodness, this is so Hmm. in depth in my. And that's why I like listening to those, you know, Um, so Hmm. that's what I've been listening to this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this is always on my list every year is knowing faith. That's definitely hands down my favorite podcast. Um, They've been going through Romans. So that's been, that's been really good. Um, One that I, I think I started listening to this year is called all things. It's um, by Jen Oshman and David has to leave. Are you leaving us? Oh, darn. Okay. But break then, because I was going to ask you real quick. Because um, I threw this in there for you last minute. What was your favorite movie of 2021? Oh, dang. Um, it, it does have to be the Spider-Man, the No Way Home. Okay. It has to be the, the best movie so far this year. Um, yeah. It was absolutely amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, if yeah. You if you didn't say that, I was going to throw my pen at you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that has to be. Okay. Because even as I think about okay. it, it's making me really excited about what's going to come next. <laughs> I'm so, so sad. I, I, yeah. I'll have to watch it. Yeah. So sure. yeah it's going to be here in Vinton one. next week. Oh, is no, it? I'm, I'm okay. Maybe, yeah. We'll probably go. Yeah, I'm say Friday to at 2, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I keep trying to get my wife to go, but she's <laughs> like, I don't want to go watch that. All right. Well, so, uh, yeah. But anyways, so yeah. Okay. 
There you go. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you notice the sad part is it was easier for me to come like, oh, yeah, movie. Yeah, I know. Book. See, I know um, what makes you tick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good day. Thank you. See you later. Um, so, yeah, All Things by Jen Oshman. She just, she'll take like things that are really popular in culture right now. Like um, she did a really good podcast on immigration. Um, she's done several on abortion and, um, she like did one on like critical race theory, homelessness. Like she, she, and she, this girl, she does her homework, um, and always brings lots of good facts and, and lots of good stuff to her, to her podcast. And I've really, really, uh, enjoyed that a lot. Like I've I've learned a lot. It's informed me on a lot of different things. Um, She's also an author. Um, she read a book, or she wrote a book that I read last year that was on my top five, and she's got another one coming out um, this spring that I plan to read. Um, and then the other one it has been born out of the Knowing Faith podcast. Um, it's called the Family Discipleship Podcast. And at first, I wasn't sure I was going to listen to it because, you know, like my kids are older, you know, is there going to be anything there for me? And I have loved it. There is so much good stuff there. Um, even the stuff that is more specifically geared towards parents of littles has still been good. Like they did an episode on talking to your kids about Santa um, from like a biblical lens because, you know, there are different sides of that camp as far as like, do you tell mm-hmm. them that Santa's, you know, like what, how do you handle whoa, that? Whoa, hey. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but how do you handle that? <laughs> I mean, we don't know what our audience is going to be here. <laughs> You're so <let's>... right. <laughs> yes. Um, and they've done like talking with your kids about diversity yeah. and race and how so, to incorporate that. Well, and as a leader in the church, right? So not only is it good for you as a parent, mm-hmm. but as a leader in the church, yeah. it's good for you, me. That That's one. I mean, my kids are older too, mm-hmm. but maybe to, to just have that yeah. base knowledge. Oh, I share knowledge. them with my small group when there's a good episode uh, Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully yeah. that's that's one that's on our resources page. Yeah, I'll have um, to add it. I haven't updated that in a while. Okay, so, I'll so have yeah, because that'll be a good thing to, yeah. to be on our resource page yeah. for, for parents. Yeah. Well, because they, they spent a whole episode talking about like, uh, how do you know when your kid's ready to be baptized? And Oh, awesome. Um, See, that is good to know because yeah. I, I get those questions and I answer them the best oh, I can. Yeah. But yeah, but that's, you know, I mean, the, the more information, the better. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, yeah. So those have been really, really, really great um, resources for me this year. Um, have you done like a favorite study or resource this year? Um, at all? You know, I don't know about a favorite study necessarily. Is it weird that I really like like we do the the favorite books, like top books? Mm-hmm. I did not add, but one of my top books was Wearsby's commentary on First Corinthians. <laughs> that as we did that sermon yeah. series, I, I I'm going through. You know, I did. Look, I hit them both. Right, and so it's like it's like yeah, that was that was really good. Like I I do love to dig into commentaries in that way, mm-hmm. um, but but also like, and I don't know that I would call this a study, but I have really been digging the Dwell app. Yeah. Um, and if people don't know what that is, dwell, I mean, you pay for it. It's like 30 bucks for the year, 35 maybe, I think mm-hmm. for a year. And, and, uh, you know, but it's, it's basically, it's, it's set to some background music if you want. You can choose the kind of music. version or the kind of voice that, but it's, it's just mm-hmm. audio Bible. Um, and they do different reading plans. There's even a, a couple of things that you can play at night to help you sleep that will kind of read through some Psalms with, mm-hmm. with some, hmm. 
um, some music. So like, I mean, a lot of it just is, um, I don't know, it's just really good mm-hmm. uh, to, to be able to not only read the word, but then hear. And then sometimes if you really wanted to, you could read along with it. Hmm. Um, you know, like go back to when I'm in fourth grade and the teacher reads and I sit with my book and follow along. It, I, it helps. If you have trouble focusing, yes, that's a good way to help yourself focus. So I've mm-hmm. really, I, I mean, it's not a study necessarily, mm-hmm. but just as a resource, I've really yeah. enjoyed that. And um, uh, that's been, it's kind of, I mean, it, at some point it's not, nothing's earth shattering, right? Because like it's the Bible and I'm in the Bible a lot, mm-hmm. but that's been a really good way for me to refocus and yeah. just make well, it good personal. Habit too. Well, and just to take it off of, Hey, I'm thinking about church. I'm thinking about sermons. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about class, thinking about how that might work in that discipleship lesson I was trying to write. And it's just like, no, 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 wait, this is just me and the Bible mm-hmm. and that's it. Nice. And it's been really helpful for that. I started doing that over sabbatical um, and it really has been helpful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I wanted to read the Bible over the course of last year and mm-hmm. that helped me not dwell, but, um, actually listening to it just in the U version Bible mm-hmm. app while I was reading that day to, just to have that in my ear and also following along. Yep. There's something about that no, that absolutely. helps like get it into your head more. Yeah. Um, and so, and then I used the Bible recap yeah. book for that where it'd like recap after you read and that was really helpful. Um, but so that was probably one of my one of my favorites, but actual study studies, yeah. was I did, I just actually finished it up at the end of the year. Um, and it was the first one that was not a verse by verse study that I've done in, I don't know, Forever, three years yeah. or so. And so it was really good for me. And I didn't realize how much I needed this, but it was um, called He's Where the Joy Is. And it's, it was all about the Trinity. Um, and it is was Is that where your book so, came from? No, uh-uh. It was so good. Yeah. I learned so much. There's a lot of memorization stuff built into it in a way that you actually can memorize. Is like, that the one that you had written on your arm? Yes. Okay. So I learned six verses in First John, First John um, 5, 1 through 6, have them memorized. I have to sing them at this point still to, because that's how she helps you memorize. Hey man, there's nothing wrong but with it that. it works. Um, and then she has you memorize the three foundations of the Trinity and just really breaks down like, okay, who is... God the Father, who is the Son, and who is, and then how do they work together, and how what does that mean for you? Yeah, and it was probably one of the best studies that I've done. Um, I it was just really really good. Um, a lot of working parts to it, so it was different, and it took a little while to figure out. Okay, this is the rhythm I'm going to be in it, uh, but very very good study. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, 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 you're talking about that, and I did one that was. Really good. I kind of had forgotten about it because mm-hmm. it was earlier in the year. But uh, Henry Henry Cloud oh, um, yeah. changes that heal mm-hmm. okay. um, was a very good study. Um, again, just talking, you know, again for me, mental health and counseling mm-hmm. and, and and just being um, as healthy as I can be. It was a really good one for that too. So it is nice to have those studies like verse by verse is great. And we need to be in the Bible that way, Mm -hmm. but there are these other more topically driven things that really can be refreshing. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was your favorite movie of 2020? Oh, it's gotta be Spider-Man. No way home. That was uh, one, (laughs) just the, the epic buildup because of COVID and then Uh everything being delayed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it really was as good as okay. well, um, I am looking forward it was to advertised. You 
should see it. I, in yeah. fact, your husband and, and, and Tyler went with us, yep. and um, I think uh, they enjoyed it. Yes, they, they really liked so, it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think, and I can't even like think of a movie we watched. Um, I The only thing I can think of is that I really enjoyed a lot of the little series that Disney Plus did. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really been enjoying those. Good. Those have been fun. Good. And it's something... I, what I love is they're good, clean family shows. They're short. They're short. It's something we can watch together as a family and like get excited. Like, hey, we're going to watch that episode tonight. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to have those things that you can all do together. Yeah, because there's just, man, it's so far and few between anymore. And yeah, it's so, they just put a lot of extra stuff in movies that doesn't need to be there. Right. It doesn't add to it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I appreciate that and I hope they continue to do that. <laughs> um, so what about um, kind of shifting gears a little bit here, Matt? Um, what was something that was kind of challenging last year for you? I mean, yeah, last year, (laughs) last year in and of itself was kind of challenging. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things personally had some challenges and, um, you know, the church has always, you know, got challenges and and hurdles that we're jumping over and to, to move forward. But I think for me, one of the biggest challenges, um, personally, was um, having an adult son that lives at home as opposed to having a student son. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's it's a different. shift that happens, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. that's been a lot of prayer and a lot of, okay, like, like what are what are the boundaries that exist now yeah. as, as you are officially an adult? And um, yes, you're still a student. Yes, I still support you, but I also mm-hmm. don't want to treat you like... Right. you know, a kid anymore. I want to treat you like a young man. And how does that work? And um, mm-hmm. so that's been, that's been a, 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 not a bad thing, but just a, a challenge in the way I think mm-hmm. and the way I, even what I ask for and what I require and, and um, some of those things. Um, and then sabbatical was a lot harder than it should have been, <laughs> right? Eight weeks of just staying yeah. away yeah. Uh, was, was hard. Yeah. It was really good and refreshing and mm-hmm. positive, but it was also, you know, it was a little hard for my personality type. Yeah, um, I get but, that. But I think I, I tend to approach burnout maybe more closely than I realize. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get these times of, of release, right, when the tension kind of lets go, um, I, I think I, man, it's really good for me. I, I didn't feel it when I was in it, but now that I have, like, I've had these last three weeks where I haven't mm-hmm. preached. I've worked, but I haven't really preached. And, and so like, Oh, the tension, you know, just kind of starts to release. And I'm like, Oh, that was really good. But going into it, it's so hard and sabbatical eight weeks prepping for that and yeah. not seeing your smiling faces yes. here in the office. And uh, you were missing staff meetings. I know I it. was missing. So staff we had meetings. a little fun and we'd take pictures when people would stop by. And it was so funny. People always would I don't know why, but during staff meeting, people would stop by, and so we'd take a picture. Of yeah, them every sitting in your every seat. week it was somebody sitting yeah. in my chair, <laughs> take a picture of like I've been replaced. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm already fragile, right? And my <laughs> ego is is what it is, and I'm like, yeah. oh, they don't need me it was, anymore. I mean, it was long. 
It was a, yeah, not gonna yeah lie. But, but it was good. It was good for everybody. So that was a challenge yeah. for me. Um, and, and it's an identity thing for me too, right? Because how much of my identity gets wrapped up in this? Oh, I, I I'm yeah. a pastor. I'm a preacher. This is what mm-hmm. I do. Teacher, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, this is how it goes. Yeah. And so then when I'm not, it's like, oh, wait, what value do I really have? Yeah. That's been a thing just ever since the merger. Sure. Um, and, and, you know, working with David and, and is just like, okay, Matt, you have value and you can add some things even when you're not in this, in this, um, in the pulpit. And so, yeah, sabbatical mm-hmm. was challenged, but it was good. Well, and I think your type of job, like some jobs you could take time off and just shut it off, not think about it. It's so much different. Well, I think that's why the elders, you. I think the eight yeah. weeks, you know, because the mm-hmm. first few weeks, right. It's like, okay, I've got some things I'm going to study and some books I'll read and, um, but then to get a month into that and go, okay, now but, it's time yeah. just to be still uh-huh. and just to spend That's time with God yeah. and just to, to be here. Um, it, it, it was good. Mm-hmm. good. So how about Glad you? It was hard for you this week. Um, I think, I guess I put something more church related. I think just, um, people coming back to church after COVID and the pandemic. And, um, I think that was just something I struggled with a little bit as far as like, not taking it personally as an uh, as a church or an organization, um, and, and just rolling with rolling with it. Oh, good! <laughs> Got our Amazon delivery batteries. We've been waiting for. That's right. Um, so you know that was kind of challenging because it's like I, yeah. I in my brain like I I love church and I want to be here. And I'm like, why doesn't everybody want to be? No, not that that's what it is, that people don't want to be here. But I think, like, getting out of the habit sometimes. You know, we talked about that a little bit this morning with the bad weather on Sunday. Like, how easy it is to just, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know. Yeah, so, I get that. And and yeah. I, I, I think um, I'm grateful that that hasn't been as big of a struggle for me mm-hmm. um, as it would have been my first or second year. Sure. I think, you know, I, I have to remember that I, I'm really still a relatively new pastor, um, you know, for being a middle-aged man. I, I've only mm-hmm. done this for eight years now, and I, I was never a pastor before. And I think my first couple of years, if we'd have had something like this, it would have it had been personal and it er- mm-hmm. it wrecked me, mm-hmm. right? And 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 I would have, but I've kind of God was really gracious with me in that way. So I'm I'm glad you had to face that, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I I, I mean I think yeah. that's that's part. Of, yeah, I yeah. would have that. Boy, yeah, that's that's been a, a rough kind of go. It, mm-hmm. It's hard not mm-hmm. to take those things personally yeah. too, right? Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things uh, the the benefits um, in a negative way, I guess. So it's a it's a you know. I use benefit with air quotes, but, but one of the benefits of working in the church is you have to feel all of that mm-hmm. intimately. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah. if you attend a church, if you're a member of the church, even if you're really plugged in, you might notice it and it sure. might make you wonder and it might make you sad, but you don't feel right. it. Well, like because that. the thrust of our job is Relationships. to get people in the door yeah. too, to be yeah. here and to be with the family. And then when they don't and, want yeah. to do that, yeah. it feels personal. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Or like um, we're failing in some way, which that, well, yeah, I don't that's, think that's what it is. No, but it, but it feels way, that but way. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, I get that that, yeah. that weighed heavy on you. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what about just a simple joy? Simple joy. Yeah. For, what brought you joy? Last um, you know, I, I got a lot of joys. I mean, they're just not simple. They're complicated. <laughs> 
Um, I mean, it can be complicated, you know, I guess. No, I mean, well, last year Riley got married. Yeah. Right? Travis graduated from high school. Yeah. I was thinking our podcast last year was your first Christmas with Isaiah. Yeah. And he had like got, you told him that he needed to pay a bride price. Yeah. And- <laughs> yeah. I needed, I needed a goat. Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you how that worked out? Yeah. He brought, he brought a stuffed, stuffed goat. goat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Isaiah's a good dude. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, so, so I think in general, like we, we, uh, we had a good year. Travis graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, Aubrey got her license. Yeah. Um, Riley got married. Um, so just a lot of those. They That's they all felt complicated, right? But mm-hmm. they were all a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So That's yeah. Good. How about you? That's good. Um, I'm like really embracing this middle aged <laughs> time of my life, and I actually picked up a new hobby of embroidery this year. <laughs> That's right. And. I love it. I am like okay. so in hardcore. Like I'm listening to podcasts about embroidery. Oh no, you're listening. Yeah. Are you watching like videos on YouTube? Well, that's helped me. Those have been good because I'm just self teaching myself, you know. Um, but no, I'm listening to this this podcast right now of a, a woman who owns like an embroidery company, and she mm-hmm. has like different embroiderers on that are like on social media and like. Um, but wow. <laughs> so I'm like listening to this podcast you while I'm embroidering full yes. on dork mode. Very <laughs> much so. I mean, and here, when I get into something, uh, I yeah. get into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and that's so, part of your personality. It's good. It serves you <laughs> yeah. well in so a lot I've of ways. So I enjoyed that. And so, yeah, it's and been, now you're it's embroidering. been fun. Yep. Well, yep. I'll tell you what, here's another small joy, <laughs> simple joy is, is, um, I just steered into it. This was the year I shaved my head. Oh yeah. Right. And yes. I got, I'm going to be honest you with you. You love it? It's, yeah, like I see pictures of me from before and I'm like, what was I waiting for? I'm like, just, (laughs) I wake up in the morning and it's like, oh, I'm ready to go. Like, that's so funny. Yeah, so that's a simple joke. You know, I've often fantasized about what it would be like to not have to deal with hair. Because Malia, it is sometimes a lot of work. Steer into it. Um, like, you know, you, Britney you, Spears style. Like shave just, that head. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Do it. I don't think it would look You could pull me. it off. Your ears would grow back. Mine, <laughs> see, it, at this at some point, like, mine yeah. is what it is. It's yeah. not coming back. I, yeah. So. Well, I don't have to wash it as much as I used to when I was younger, so that has been helpful. Well, there you go. It saves me a lot of time. I think we've officially gone off the rails yes. here. Okay. So... <laughs> Back on track. What are you looking forward to? Um, oh, I put 2021 on our little thing. Yeah, but I, I meant 2022. Um, is what something coming up this year that you guys are looking forward to? You know, um, I think um, I'm looking forward to some of the, the sermon series we have come in, mm-hmm. uh, spending a lot of time in the Beatitudes, yes. um, digging into some Old Testament, I think will be enjoyable. Um, I think the next book on my list, I've got a couple... Um, one that was actually recommended to me by my counselor, mm-hmm. um, just about you know um, God's heart, Jesus's heart as a shepherd for His people. Gentle and um, lowly. Yes. Yes, that was like one of my favorites last year. Oh, you probably it. told me that it's in my bag, oh, so I'm okay. reading it. It's I, so good. If I'd remember that, I'd just taken yours. But yes, yeah, yeah, so I'm reading so that, good. and that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, He's and, got another book, Ray okay. Ortland, this year called Deeper. I think. That's okay. Yeah. Right. So so this one he he recommended to me as we were. You know, nice. I think I still go to counseling. I think it's important and, and, and I enjoy it and I think it's helpful and things like that. Just, you know what, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like focus on God's heart for you. Um, and it's not performance based. It's, right. it's just his heart for you, yeah. um, is gentle and, and lowly and, um, it's good. So I've, I've enjoyed that and, and that's, that's been helpful and, um, 
the next book on my list after that is is Cost of Discipleship. Okay, who's that one? Uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Oh, okay. So, I've so kind of going some old school. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, I Pilgrim's Progress, which I've read, mm, but it's been mm-hmm, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about doing some different kind of reading yeah, than I yeah, typically yeah, yeah. do. Um, so that'll be fun. Well, that's good. Um, so one thing I am gonna do, like I'm not big on New Year's resolutions or. You know, no trash like that. Like I just don't do it. I mean, I'm big on them, but I'm done with them by <laughs> January second. I'm more about like, okay, what are some little shifts I can make, or some little micro things? shifts? Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, so you generously gifted me with a year of dwell Bible app, and so um, I actually started using my treadmill time when I'm running, and I'm listening to that instead of like binge watching some show on Netflix that sure. isn't going to serve me in any way. Um, I was like, let's redeem this time a little bit wiser. And so I've been listening. Um, I'm into. I'm in Genesis, and it's going well. I'm enjoying yeah. it. So that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got some different books on my list too this year to read. I want to do. I've got um, Screw Tape Letters. From oh, that's Lewis. a really good I one. I hear that from everybody. It's so a really I think that might be the one. next one I read. Um, um, you know, you remember when you read it that it's fiction. Yeah. But it, it it's probably darn near pretty close to yeah. to fact yeah so i'm excited about that one um and then i also i just like made this decision last week um there's a systematic theology book that a group of people <sighs> is reading they're reading it like as a group on instagram uh, what what book um it is the wonderful works of god i think that's what it's called oh. it's herman bovink yeah i love systematic <laughs> theology well we're doing this over the course it's like a 700 page book but we're doing it over the course of the whole year and so it's like a chapter every two weeks and so I feel like that I can do yeah, and I just think it'll be good for me to do Uh, something challenging and different it is have some accountability theology and doctrine are love it they're where it's at yep so I'm excited about that you cannot you cannot I firmly believe that you cannot dig deep into doctrine and theology and not fall in love with God more and more it's impossible agreed Agreed. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. That'll yeah. be good. Yeah, so we'll see how that. I'll be. Goes. I'll be curious to to yeah. um, to hear. I don't know who that author is. Uh-huh. He's a um, Dutch theologian. Okay, um, like my go-to is is Wayne Grudem for mm-hmm. systematic theology. Mm-hmm. This guy is like um, 19th century. Yeah. So so, yeah. so um, one of the reasons my go-to is is Wayne Grudem for systematic mm-hmm. theology is mm-hmm. because he's not 19th century. Right. Yeah. I have a hard enough time understanding it's doctrine mm-hmm. when it's written in a readily accessible language. If right. I got to read Old English, <laughs> then I'm out. Right. Yeah. I'm like reading yeah. the Canterbury Tales by Chaucer. <laughs> I got nothing. But yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But I always, you know, I like to challenge myself with different yeah, things. Yeah, like no, that. I think that's awesome. It's fun. So that's what I say Pilgrim's Progress, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that is. I mean, that's mm-hmm. written by yeah. by John Bunyan. In, that's the one that's on my radar. And, and, too. and you're, you're reading this. And, and I'm there's like, lots of different versions. Yes. Well, yeah. the abridged version is easy. Right. Um, but if you read the original, it's like, mm-hmm. wow. Which one are you going to read? Oh, the original okay. is the one I own. All right. Um, so unless I go <laughs> buy the other one. That's good to know that you own that in case I decide. Yeah, to yeah. So it's yeah. it's worth reading. Um, yeah. And there's such great parables in that whole thing. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, it's fiction also. Yep. yep. But but it's such a great metaphor mm-hmm. um, for for what this Christian yeah. life is like, coming to and then walking in it, and it's it's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah. One of the podcasts I listened to, the woman um, behind it, she actually just did a video. 
um, I think last month, showing, or no, maybe it was um, Risen Motherhood ladies. I think maybe it was Risen Motherhood ladies. They um, did a video of all the different versions of that because there's kids' books too. Mm-hmm. And there's some with like illustrations. Oh, and they've made and a some, movie out of yeah, it. Yeah, so she was just kind of like laying each one out and like, okay, here's what this one's about. Here's how hard this one is or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. This one's great for with your kids. And um, so that kind of piqued my interest a little bit I more. think Pilgrim's Progress so. may be one of those that would be good to listen to. Okay, uh, as an audiobook because it's it, again it's it, you're not underlining and taking notes or anything mm-hmm. necessarily you're just listening yeah. to the story and you're living in the moment and so having it read to you could be a really yep. kind of impactful way to do that yep. I'm, that might be how I tackle it okay. this year good to know so. I'll have to keep that on my radar for sure yeah. do you have any um like studies on your radar or anything that you have um, planned for this no, year? No, not necessarily mm-hmm. other than like I'll do the in-depth study for the Beatitudes mm-hmm. and, and, and Judges now sure. and some of those things. But but as far as like a personal in-depth study, um, I, I think that I'll end up doing some Henry Cloud things. Okay. Um, I think he's just so very good. And I, I need Carrie Newhoff as well. I need to remain grounded. I need to use mm-hmm. my time well. I need to keep my focus on God, not on like for me, the trap is always performance. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of those studies that sure. are about like, Hey, stay grounded, stay rooted, stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, those are just personally good for me. Yeah. So, yeah. And I'm sure that my counselor will point out a few things along <laughs> the way and all, um, luckily, you know, good, solid Christian and, uh, and has done plenty of those things himself. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's like, Hey, there's a study that will help with what you're dealing with because nice. you're too messed up for me. <laughs> but go read, the, some of go work. read this book and yeah. work through this yeah. this workbook, and then come back to me. Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Well, there's so, so much out there. Yeah, that's yeah. so helpful. Um, I just started the um, second part of Acts study on that so verse mm-hmm. by verse. So that's I was kind of excited to get started on that. Um, and then I have another one. I think I'm going to do next. It's everyday theology. So mm-hmm. I think it's Mary Wiley, which mm-hmm. I'm not really familiar with her, but it was something that was recommended to me. Um, but it's like goes through like eight essential doctrines yeah. um, and and how they kind of matter in mm-hmm. your everyday life. So I think that looks like that'll be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's all I have right now on my radar. Yeah. So. And that's why, honestly, that's why track one of our discipleship is so important, mm-hmm. right? Because what does that do? It goes through basic yep. Bible doctrine. Yep. And he, I don't think you can ever go through that no, enough. You no, know? you just have to like be I reminded. something every you time. You have to be reminded yeah. of it. You have to live in it. And so, yeah, yeah there, there are so many good things out there um, to do and engage in that if you're not sure where to start, like if mm-hmm. somebody is just not sure how to start, like, man, just pick a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these books we're talking about, we have. So just come grab yeah. one from us. Yeah, because I um, typically I don't reread stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I always like think like, oh, I'll reread that, and sometimes I just don't. no. There's there's <laughs> too much there's too, there's too much, much new to read, to read yeah. right? That's yeah. so it's hard. Yeah. Um, that's why it's been years <laughs> since I've done uh, Pilgrim's Progress. That's why mm-hmm. I was talking about like mm-hmm. I for a couple of years I've thought, oh, I want to reread that, and I never get to it. But mm-hmm. it's like no, I I'm gonna make time this year to go yeah. back and oh, at cool. least listen to it because it is hard to reread. Sure. When there's so much new. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you have a book goal for this year at all? Um, Are you, you putting a number what? on I'm, it? I'm going to, I'm going to keep shooting like, like that, that 18, 18 to 24. 24. Yeah. Yes. Like I'd like to say I can get through two a month, sure. um, but sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, but, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's important that I keep reading. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that's just an important yeah. for anybody skill to have. Yeah. And then pastorally for me, I think, you know, it's yeah. important. And so, um, 
at least 18. Right. Um, I'm not putting a number on mine because I don't like to put that kind of pressure on myself. Um, but I have like, I probably have about 15 books in lined, your queue. Up, lined yeah. up that I'm planning to read for sure. Um, so we'll just kind of see where the wind takes me with that. But like, I read like 46 books last year. Oh my goodness. I know. And, but like, wow. so, like one was the Bible recap. I counted that. You well, know? you should count one that. Was, That's... I mean, like Valley of Vision that took me all year to get through. Yeah, and, but... and I count the ones that Tyler and I read together. But 46 like is that. quite a few. Yeah. So. Um, so that's awesome. And that's the thing, right? It doesn't... Yeah. Like you said earlier, there there's a lot of time we can spend doing a lot of things, and it's mm-hmm. not bad, right? Nobody yeah. should feel guilted because right. they watch TV or they do something no. else. No, Um just don't say there's no time to read. Right. And I think um, overall, I think this year, that's just kind of one of those things where I'm just going to maybe try to watch. Because I feel like I still watch a lot of TV, you know? And I don't know what the average is for people, yeah, but, but I feel like sometimes, like, you know, I could choose something else. Yeah, sometimes. you could. But not some, that it's not good to zone no, out to cheat. I was going to say, sometimes. sometimes you need, it's yeah. like a, a way to cleanse the palate yeah. a little bit, a way to let your brain rest. Um Sometimes it's yeah. a way to veg that you don't need to veg and it's time to do something else. And right. it's just, we have yeah. to make that decision, you know, kind of based on, on what's going on and, and yeah. how long I've been stuck there. And, Absolutely. But, but no. Well, this is good. I appreciate knowing yeah. about those resources. Yeah, and... that's fun. Um, so if you guys have any questions about anything, I'll try to get together some sort of comprehensive list um, in the notes of this. Um, but if you have more questions, reach out, let us know. If you want to borrow anything, absolutely. Our bookshelves are open. (laughs) Um, But yeah, thanks for listening.